Welcome to Do Beautiful Things. I'm your host, Jenny Lawson, President and CEO of Keep America Beautiful. In this podcast, we'll discuss ending litter, the truth behind recycling, and making communities beautiful for people and for a more sustainable future. We'll be talking to industry experts, community leaders, and everyday people who want to do the right thing, including from time to time, my mother. Thank you for joining us. I hope you learned something, and I know I will. Welcome back to Do Beautiful Things. In today's episode, we're paying tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in celebration of his 95th birthday. The King Center's website describes his philosophy of a beloved community as one that envisions a world where all people can share in the wealth of the earth. At Keep America Beautiful, we share this ideal, imagining a world where everyone lives in a clean, green, and beautiful community. We bring this vision to life through service, through inclusion, and through a steadfast commitment to creating positive change. In this episode, we'll share a story of how Keep America Beautiful is actively working towards this vision. For the fifth consecutive year, Keep America Beautiful is offering our MLK Community Improvement Grants to support projects that enhance the beauty and cleanliness of roads, neighborhoods, and parks named in honor of Dr. King. In 2022 and 23, we granted more than $230,000 to communities nationwide, engaging approximately 1,570 volunteers, cleaning 419 public spaces, and reaching an estimated 1.47 million people with these granted projects. One noteworthy community that received funding was Jackson, Mississippi. The project involved beautification efforts, including the installation of 10 colorful and vibrant murals along a mile of Martin Luther King Jr. Drive, celebrating Dr. King and several important Mississippi civil rights leaders. The completion of this project was celebrated with a public unveiling of the murals, followed by the annual MLK Day Parade. Our senior vice president of the affiliate network, Dave Fursell, had the honor of attending this celebration. In this episode, you'll hear his interviews with key members of the Keep Jackson Beautiful team, including Executive Director Alicia Crudup and Patty Patterson, a longtime volunteer and environmental coordinator of Keep Jackson Beautiful. They'll share insights into the details of the project and its significance for the city. Here's what Patty had to say to Dave. What were the hopes for the MLK Mural Project? What, what was the, the hope What's the outcome, do you think, that this community is going to experience? The hope in that area, since it is Dr. Martin Luther King Drive, the hope is to bring back hope. Um, for so many years, you know, across America, email Kelly Boulevards have just taken a plummet. It's time for us to upgrade those areas across the nation as well. But here in Jackson, Mississippi, we see an award for Zoll, um, Councilman Kenny Stumps is the ward councilman, and he's the longest standing elected official in the city of Jackson. And uh, we reached out to him because people know that area because all of those years that he's been promoting the parade, MLK. So we knew we would get the people, the, um, the artists that would say, hey, I know something about Georgetown or you know, not just know the icons and civil rights leaders, but to know that area. What do you think it's going to mean to people? 
um, either in the neighborhood or who drives MLK to all of a sudden see these gorgeous pieces of art. What do you think that's going to mean? We've already gotten some feedback. Just hanging them. You know, even in the bad weather, people driving by, honking the horns and um, asking us what we're doing. So the area that is driven, it comes from north, south, east, and west. So we'll get the bulk of Jackson Metro to come down that boulevard. And to see those murals, well, we want to bring back this excitement about Jackson. And our mission is to make Jackson beautiful again. So those murals are so colorful. Um, just the spirit of the murals that we're hoping that it will reach people and say, hey, you know, I want to do something. I want to give. I want to help my community. And we're just hoping to get the collaborative effort of everyone in our city to do this in their areas as well. Tell me the difference between picking up litter and installing art on vacant buildings. Tell me tell me the difference, the, the energy or the vibe. That installing those units, you didn't look around, you just forgot about how trashed out this could be. You saw it today with all that material debris that was near that artwork. It makes you forget about it and see, hey, what we can do better because Jackson is a jewel. Thanks, Patty, for the hundreds of hours and all the dedication you've given to this work and to keep Jackson beautiful. And now we'll listen to Dave's conversation with Keep Jackson Beautiful's executive director, Alicia Crudup. She'll talk about the importance of having these murals at a place that holds deep meaning to the community and to the country. Tell me about what you hoped for your short term or in the long term with the project. Short term, I knew it was a Band-Aid because uh, it's much more that needs to be done. Those properties, a lot of them are dilapidated and they're falling apart. And I know putting art up is temporary and the art we did it temporarily because we didn't know if they were going to fall and didn't want to destroy the art. But I wanted to help bring Keith Jackson Beautiful back to the beautification instead of just the cleanup because that's what people had known us for. We just cleaning up, cleaning up. And for uh, that to spark other businesses and organizations to like, oh, Keith Jackson Beautiful is doing this. Let's partner with them to kind of help grow that momentum of our organization because a lot of people, even though we're 60 years old this year, a lot of people still not know keep jackson and sometimes they make jokes about us but i want us to get to the beautification part and long term it's wanting to see the whole city with murals that's inspiring beauty and that's encouraging people that messages that sit with people because we are the city of soul so we want to be able to show that through our art to our community and if it's beautiful they would want to litter and um have a disregard because I know it's a sense of hopelessness but I'm hoping that the art brings some sense of peace and inspiration to want to do better if we did not receive funds from Keep America Beautiful the grant would have never happened for us and we weren't able to come up with an idea to beautify that corridor um, as well needed and been able to solicit four artists and Jackie submitting her art it was impactful because, and it made me emotional just like her because her story was a hardship story where 
she didn't have a means of income and she has a little one and holding on to that piece of art where she cared so much about it. But now she can share that art with the world. Um, and just knowing that her daughter seeing her do this and she's an inspiring artist. She has beautiful art. Her name happens to be Alicia too. She's going to follow her mom footsteps. She's already at her young age and drawing beautiful pictures and being able to beautify our environment and showing her that it's possible for her as well. Tell me, you have a couple of different instances where you are seeing that this project is creating additional value. Yes. Like there's a gentleman you know, and then also this um, aquaponics. Yes. So I was out trying to get permission from the artist, but one day I just drove down the street and I saw one of the buildings that we looked at that it was somebody there. And I stopped and went in, said, Do you own this building? And the guy said, Yeah. And so we talked and the relationship started forming instantly. And he saw my desire to want to help the city and that it was authentic with no hidden agendas behind it. And so ever since then, he's the one, if we did not have, if I never stopped to ask him for permission, he would, we would have not had the art on the walls. He was the key and instrumental person in making sure that we had art on the wall. And that's Mr. Michael Thomas. Also, Miss um, Patty Patterson, which is my, I, she's like the right hand to me. If she did not have a relationship with the property owner of one of the buildings, he would have never told us yes, because his mom never told us yes when I asked the first time. But he said, whatever you want to do with the building, you can do with it. And so from that, we have the art, but he's going to allow us to have aquaponics inside of it. And so it's right there by Lanier High School which a lot of children, you would think they would, but a lot of them don't have access to food. And so I wanted to, it to be a space where they could just come and go buy, pick up some strawberries, pick up some grains, pick up whatever they want to help them have food, the, the necessity to live. So it's burned so many um, partnerships out of it. And also Councilman Stokes is very, like I was told today that I he announced this on the radio um, you know, keeping Jackson beautiful. And so that we haven't heard a city councilman in a while mention our name. And so for it to be on a big time radio station, that, that touched my heart. Tell me what it means for you personally. Well, it means a lot to me because my daughter, she was born here in Jackson. And a lot of times when we go home, she sees litter. And even when she was a baby, she's like, mommy, why is people throwing stuff out the window? And I'm like, they're just litter bugs. And, you know, it's just like, but I don't like that. So being able for her to see beautiful environments around where she is growing up, uh, it means a lot. And for me to be the one that's helping do that and she see that. And so I remember when I, um, before I left the first time, she's like, mommy, I'm going to be, I want to work with Keith Jackson Beautiful. <laughs> and she used to say it all the time. And I used to joke at her, but like just seeing her want to follow my footsteps. And that, that's the amazing part about it. And she sees how passionate I am. And she wants to get that out there. When I was, um, well, we had the garden initiative and we're bringing it back. But prior to, she used to be in my arm as a baby and helping me put the seeds in the ground in some of the locations we had gardens. Thank you, Alicia. And thank you, Patty. And thank you, Dave, for a great conversation. It's powerful to think about what can happen with modest investments in communities of all kinds. 
how they bring community together, how they unite people across the street and across town uh, to care about their community and to learn more about each other. We're very grateful for your time and your participation in our MLK Community Improvement Grant. To learn more about our MLK grants or to submit an application, just head over to our website, kab.org. The window for grant applications remains open until March 8th. So feel free to share this episode and help spread the word about this opportunity to pay homage to Dr. King's legacy through beautification projects in communities across the country. You do not need to be a part of the Keep America Beautiful Network to apply. And thank you to Diageo and Toyota for underwriting the Keep America Beautiful MLK Community Grant Program. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button for Do Beautiful Things, ensuring you stay in the loop for our upcoming episodes. Thank you for being with us today. And until next time, take care, stay informed, and let's keep doing beautiful things together. See you in the next episode.